Right, I reckon we need to go then. Yeah. Mm. Let's do it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to the Swingers Club, a social gathering for various golfers hosted by Joe, Matt and Sam. Ladies and gents, welcome back. You are with the Swingers Club. We're going to be rounding up the Tour Championship, which has just finished on a Monday, uh, prepping for next week's Tour events. And of course, it is the big reveal. After a little break, um, you might remember that we were going to name Sam's dogs uh, or dog and all your suggestions have come in and we will reveal tonight what name he chose for his new dog. Lads, how's it been? We've had a couple of weeks off. Has everyone been all right? Been busy. It has been extremely busy. Yeah, it's nice, nice to be back. It's nice to be back, but sometimes life and in my case, golf just kind of gets in the way a little bit as well. So same yeah, thing nice for you really, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Nice to have a break, but good to be back. It's nice when people get in touch with you and say, where's the podcast this week? It's just like, yeah. oh, care. Yeah. After the first week, there <laughs> wasn't really a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> it took two weeks for anyone to notice that we'd gone. Yeah. All five messages I got. <laughs> that's, I think that's three of them than me. Three of them were from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you? How was, um, how was Scotland, Matt? Scotland was... Uh, Scotland was amazing um so obviously that was uh not last week the week before and that's why we didn't get the podcast done that week really that was my fault because i'd gone away um and it was uh it was really really good so i played dundonald links and i played at turnbury played both courses at turnbury um and it was uh it was a bit of a golf shake trip and do you know what you don't appreciate i don't think you realize and i certainly didn't appreciate that when you go and do these type of wasn't a press trip per se but when you're there and you've got to do a bit of filming you've got to you know meet people from marketing departments and stuff they're they're quite long days mm-hmm. um so yeah so on the monday you know we was pretty much you know go all day um and then tuesday um sorry tuesday we was pretty much all day monday we traveled up so that was a long day and played golf and then tuesday was a long day meeting the marketing people at, uh, at turnbury and then going out to play and then dinner and then Wednesday comes and you kind of play early and you jump in the car and it's, you know, probably the best part of 10, 10 hour journey back by the time I've, I've dropped someone off. Um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a long, long three days to be honest, but it, it, unbelievable. I would challenge anyone that tells me there's a better course than the Elsa at Turnbury. Was he, yeah, was, he a, was he after, is that, was he after a bit of sympathy there, Joe, for his uh, free trip to Turnbury by what it sounded like? <laughs> No, definitely not. I'm just. I, no, poor I'm sure. Holbrook. I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be an outpouring for. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Busy little Holbrook. If there's anyone listening, for his, for his trip, free trip to Turnbury, he had to do a little bit of writing and drive ten hours for it. No, yeah, it was not 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 sympathy. It's more so, uh, you know, just a new appreciation. <laughs> so, if anyone <laughs> would like to set Holbrook up a GoFundMe page, yeah, <laughs> pray for Holbrook. Pray for Holbrook. New anyway. Hashtag. Um, Sam, what have you been up to? You, you've been playing a bit. You've done all right. Don't talk. Yeah, no, a little bit. Uh, I've had a few few PGA events. Uh, getting into the swing of it a little bit now. Uh, not played much, obviously. Been coaching mostly. Um, so it's one of those where um, you're going from playing full time to not as much or hardly at all. Really, it's quite interesting to see how much more you have to like manage your game because obviously not quite sharp, and then it's quite frustrating because. Played a couple of events where I played fairly well, but I was kind of like one or two off the lead in both. 
and just think, oh, if I was just playing, a li- if I was just a little bit sharper, I should have just yeah, pissed it sure, really. Sure, but, sure. Um, but yeah, PGA life, isn't it, mate? PGA, PGA life. life. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, that's good. Um, talking, moving on from one PGA to another, um, Tour Championship. Sorry, Joe, before we move on, what have you been go up on. to? Uh, yeah, go on. Mate, my, my life doesn't really change. I just coach all the time. So yeah. it, it's nothing. I can't really shock anyone with anyone, anything. I've been, yeah, really enjoying myself, to be fair. Golf's absolutely mega, massive boom. Um, I've just been putting a ridiculous amount of hours in at the range and, and loving every second of it, to be fair. Good. Yeah, so that's kind of me. So, yeah, I was kind of bought, bypassing me because it's the same answer as I always give. But, um Anyway, you've, you've ruined it. Ruined a post. Ruined a perfect segue as well, Matthew. Didn't yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, you did. Don't, did don't, sorry. don't worry. I'll seamlessly switch back. Back. To <laughs> we'll cut it. that out. We'll cut that out. Dustin Johnson, what's an animal? He wins again. Mm, I didn't watch. Yeah. I, do you know what? I've not been watching much. I didn't see. I'm going to make a confession here. I didn't watch any golf at all this week. I've been moving house, and we moved house, and got no sky or wi-fi in our new gaff at the moment so i've been a little other than little clips from social media and whatnot i've i've had a bit of a bit of a detachment from the golf this week this is why um joe stepped in and watched every every second of the european tour and pga tour didn't you joe? yeah as you can imagine i watched just a little bit more than sam I watched maybe about 20 minutes last night because I thought oh, I should probably watch some of this. But do you know what? It really just didn't really grip me last night. I had a few other things I needed to do and, and I felt like I knew what was going to happen. So this is the part of the show where we hand <laughs> well, over we, to Matthew. We hand over to Matthew and he's <laughs> just going to run down the few. <laughs> well, so, so unfortunately, um, for those of you that uh, follow me on social media, in particular Instagram, you'll know that I've actually spent the weekend doing the garage roof with my old man. Um, so as far as the European tour was concerned, I didn't actually get to see too much of uh, Valderrama, which is a little bit um, a little bit disappointing because it's a place that I love to watch because it is very tough. Mm. Um, and the PGA Tour, yeah, I watched I watched the majority of it last night um, and the night before. But Dustin Johnson is not somebody that excites me too much. Um, Controversial so I did, opinion. It's, it, it might be controversial. Like I'm, it's, it's nothing. It's not a personal thing. It's not like a Patrick Reed thing. I just, you know, it's, he's he's not one of my favourites. Um, it's not hatred. No, it's not, it's, it's <laughs> like not hatred. it is for like twelve other guys on tour who've no. done nothing yeah. to you. No, it's not. It's not hatred. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, it it was alright. I watched it. I couldn't get excited, but I actually thought it was going to be quite a, quite a tough one. And I enjoyed watching Rory shoot his uh, his first round. He shot six hundred in the first round, mm. um, and that kind of sparks a little bit of interest for me. Um, but yeah, and ultimately, let's let's not forget, I'm actually not a fan of this uh, scoring system that they have. At the yeah, Fenix. well, I have to I have to say, with that head start, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you. I don't I don't see it's overly necessary. There's got to be a better a point mm. system for kind of finishes to still determine a winner than yeah. him have a, have I a kinda, 10 under start. I kind of like it just because you sort of know where you stand. I don't know. I feel like before it's just a bit like, oh, so-and-so makes birdie, he'll be projected, whatever. And it's like, nobody knows. Yeah. It's, nobody, it it's, a bit the... more, it's a bit It's a bit clearer. Like, I feel like at least if you, there's a score. It, it's definitely, I think it's it's definitely clearer. It's a, it's a bit of a nightmare for them though, thinking, you know, if you, you're putting up that sort of dough for an event, you really want like a 
nail-biter, close back-and-forth finish. And even though I didn't watch it, it seemed like DJ sort of always had it in hand, did he? Yeah, there, it, there it was, was comfortable. small periods. I think there was, a, there was a second when I thought, like, Xander Schofle might push him a little bit, but then he kind yeah. of faded away a little bit, which is a shame, because yeah. I like Xander Schofle. I'll go yeah. and say he's, like, one of my favourite players on tour at the moment. Really? And, he, just yeah. so, like, he just seems, like, quite... Quite vanilla to me. I don't know why I did why you oh, sort just, of get behind him. Like, I just think what's, he's. What's, I think he's really classy. I think no, he's, he's a good really player. Really classy, like absolute cash machine. But yeah, I just think he's personifies classy as a mm. golfer from the way he swings it, to the way he chips and putts. I just like the guy. If if you had if 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 you had a daughter, he's the sort of like you'd want your daughter to bring home. Um. Yeah, maybe not. My daughter's five. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that would put me off him as a man. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is about Xander Schofle. He was the best player there last week. He shot the lowest score to par. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, mm. Yeah, Sam, you used the uh, the dreaded P word, by the way, that I absolutely detest this time of year because you get it in the run up projected. What's that? Uh, projected. <laughs> You just you hear it far too often every week on the PJ Tour in the run up to the FedEx Cup. Projected this, projected that. It keeps coming up all the time, and I'm just, uh, yeah, it's um, not his word to, of the week. No, I have to be honest. I, I agree with you in the sense that that scoring system is a lot easier to understand than all the projection malarkey. Um, but I don't know. Do, do we need it? Yeah, that's that's Simpl- the thing. It's it takes know, away. It takes away. Simplify it for me. But I do, I do, I do understand why it works and makes sense. Yeah. But I just feel like um, maybe Xander uh, Schofle has just been robbed of a tournament there. Yeah. So, so uh, let me just say, go, let's go back to what you said about DJ. By the way, why is he like? So when you when you watch DJ shoot like thirty under or twenty nine under or whatever it was like two two weeks ago, were you not mm. watching that thinking, yeah, this wow. is one of the, but this is like one of the most impressive performances of all time? No. I, I don't, you know, I. What? Uh, this, this is this. No, it's not. It's not that. This is the issue that I have with the PGA Tour, because, you know, Dustin Johnson's comfortably won this week, and he missed. Sorry, I think he hit on Friday and Saturday. I think he hit like five fairways, on the two days on the first two rounds. Mm. Um, and and that. Like he he personifies this whole kind of hit, find it and gouge it out with a wedge that I don't enjoy on the PGA Tour. Like he's probably the best at doing that, um, and credit to him for being the best at doing that. But I I don't you know I'd much rather see you know a, a, a two under par winner at, at Valderrama like we saw this week with you know I think to be one... fair though I feel like you've. Uh... You sort of think uh, like he was. He did lose in the playoff last week as well, though, to John Rahm to in like one of the toughest setups. Yeah, yeah. no, no, without a doubt, and that that's enjoyable. Like I, I, I could watch. Yeah, that but the is week that before. not? Does that not? Does that not make you appreciate how good a player he is if he's gone from one week he's won a tournament by like twelve shots one week and then he's lost in the playoff the yeah. following week and a totally different setup. Yes. So that sort Without of shows a, a sort of slightly different dimension of a player. Do you not think? Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that Dustin Johnson is one-dimensional. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Holbrook's always on the defensive. Whenever he starts a <laughs> sentence with "listen," <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not. You know, I'm, on, I'm it's, not. It's, it's checkmate. It's checkmate. Forgan Holbrook. Shall we, shall we move on? No, if you want. 
Because <laughs> can, can I just um, also say that he is now world number one, and after like the massive merry-go-round that we've had and talked about a lot for like the last six weeks, with his with his last three weeks, I would imagine he's probably cemented that for like, a little while now. I haven't looked at it for at least a month. Well, well, how to get? We've got US Open in two weeks. Yeah, that's yeah, and this well. maze is coming up, isn't it? When's Ma- Masters is November? November. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which mm. is coming around bloody quick, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a depressing thought. Yeah, started, just... booking, started booking lessons in for like October. Yeah, like, I know. Like, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've got, uh, got got major this weekend as well, won't we, Sam? <laughs> yeah, club club champs at Stowe Market. Honestly, club Matt Holbrook sending me swing videos like every 20 minutes. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. It's so true. It's so true as well. The the prep. The prep is on. um, It's good to be fair. If Holbrook wins, there will not be a podcast next week. Oh, no. We'll do one live from Stowmarket Golf Club on Sunday. I'd rock up. I'd turn up for that. Genuinely would. If he's he's leading, um, Sam, me me and you are having a couple beers and following him down the last. Yeah, definitely. Do it. Um, anyway, moving on from one big tournament to another. Andalusia Masters, again, we're turning to you, Matt. That must have been really, really tough because I've just looked down to, well, looked down the scoring earlier today. Uh, well done to John. Is it Catlin? Catlin, yeah. So, so this is a guy who um, was booted out of one of the, um, one of the, um, the UK swing tour events. I can't remember which one it was, but he, uh, he he broke out of the European Tours bubble that they uh, asked him to stay in. So oh, they okay. kicked him out of the event. Like, he, you know, he hadn't tested positive or anything like that. They just took a real tough stance on him because he went out of the bubble. Um, and therefore, they said, right, you're out for two weeks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so um, I don't know don't know too much about him. But, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Valderrama is a tough golf course anyway. Um, and this time of year, it gets pretty windy over there. So there was a couple of days where, you know, I think the scoring average was like 74, 75. Um, and ultimately, there was, what, one or two over, uh, under par, I think, Martin Keimer. I thought um, two over. I thought it was a playoff at two over. Was it two over? I thought, uh, yes, it was, because um shows how unprepared I am. Come on, Matthew. No, I know. So, You're our um, resident golf fan. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. if you don't know what's going on, we are <laughs> fucked. So, so I know that um I know that the guy that won, John, uh, he, he was, I think he was, four under and he double bogeyed the last on Saturday to go to two under then he shot an over par round in the final round but Martin Keimer missed a putt to take it to a playoff mm. um, so yeah good good event Valderrama is such a good golf course it's one I'd love to go and play at some point I'm just mm. it's kind of like the uh, the European Tours US Open isn't it kind basically of. yeah sure. like players know players know what they're going to get over there and if you're if you're having a wonky one with a driver, you might as well just might as well just have a week off. To be honest. It looks so home. tight. It yeah. looks so tight. Yeah, um, mate. There was there was tee shots that and fairways that you wouldn't even fancy chances walking through the trees without brushing one, let alone hitting a golf ball through it. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, um, as we're jumping through tours, it's probably a good idea to give friend of the show Liam Robinson a shout out today, is it not? Yes. Yeah, so, definitely. Congratulations to Liam on winning the uh, the Jamaica Tour event at the Shire today. So uh, some pretty impressive scoring from him today. He shot seven hundred in the second round, uh, which was only enough to get him into a, a playoff, three man playoff. But he came through that in the third hole, um, and I think that's his first win as a professional as well, which is uh, long overdue. And uh, he puts puts a lot of hard work in. So 
Yeah, yeah it's great well news. done for him. Yeah, great Good news. Stuff. Congratulations, Liam. Yeah, and seven um, under, I believe me, as me and Joe know at the Shire, seven under is, uh, you know, no mean feat around there. No, that is probably good, to be fair. Um, as I'm kind of, uh, my transitions are like hot tonight, I'm going to move on from one crack, congratulations to another. And uh, somehow, completely in secret, Rory McIlroy's got and um, had a baby. So was it actually secret? Nobody knew about well, it? Well, I didn't know. I'd never heard about it. Did, Matt, well, Matt. No. No, he hadn't texted me or anything. <laughs> um, no, I, he, they've, obviously they've they've been through they've been through lockdown, and it's probably easier to yeah, hide the fact that you're maybe six seven months pregnant when you're not leaving the house. But yeah, no, fair play to him for for keeping it to himself for so long. And you know, I think he was probably getting a bit sick and tired of getting asked, you know, why aren't you playing as well as what you can? And there you go. He was waiting for a phone call. He was knackered, um, basically. Yeah, basically, and then bang! After the baby's born, comes out shoots six under. Yeah, class. Um, yeah, it's a fair, fair play to him. Yeah, and uh, welcome to the world, Poppy Kennedy McElroy. Yeah, which is a far better name than what Ed Sheeran just named his child, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Oh, that is a shocker! It's a hell of a handle, that right, is. Speaking That's of names. A shocker. What a handle. Oh, oh yeah. Like that. That. Oh, mate. Like that. Well done. What's the segue? Yeah, that's, that you is segue welcome. of the night. I've been trying really hard as well. I wasn't going to do that. That's unbelievable. Talking of names. Right. Here we go. So, Sam, you, uh, well, what was it? Three weeks ago, you announced to us that you had a dog, girl dog. We were looking for a name. Oh, can I read you out some of the suggestions before you tell yeah, us we which some, one? Yeah, you yeah, we had some, we had some great suggestions. To be fair, we did have some great suggestions. So I've just picked. We a also few had some pony suggestions. By yeah, the way. we did. So... <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of football suggestions. We got some Arsenal, <laughs> was, Arsenal was... fans on the thread, and we were getting like Martina Keown or something. Yeah. <laughs> came up. That's that's typical social media of when we like blame, somebody we blames just... you. Yeah, blame Stu Bruce Bruce for that. It's typical social media though, <laughs> where people see something and they they. Like, don't really get the context behind it, and yeah. just kind of want to get involved. And but Stu got it. It's because he's followed by a lot of Arsenal fans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And then they didn't really get it. Yeah, we can't really blame poor Stu for that. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read through um, just some in no particular order. In here, there's some good ones and there's some shocking ones. Um, so what have we got? Azalea. We all know where that comes from. Lexi, Holly. Which that's the 18th of August as well. That's put in brackets. Um, Topper, Topper, <laughs> um, Bogey, 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 um, Sandy, Dotty, Charlie, Fuzzy, Sam Fogg the third, um, Boo, who in brackets weekly, uh, Chunk, Scratch, Golden Bear, Rule 16.2b, and. <laughs> And this is my favourite, Colin Morichuala. That was brilliant. <laughs> so, Sam, out of all the great suggestions, you're about to tell us that you went with something no one suggested, aren't you? I want to know. All I want to know is where's Sam Forgan the second? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, skip, so, so, skipped, so, skipped one. Surprise, um, surprisingly, there was uh, somebody did say Kisner as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Pebble, Pebbles, 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 a good one. Pebble yeah, was a good one, yeah. I, I um, actually, I actually come up with, and regardless of what he calls the dog, and he's going to reveal it in a minute, I, I basically just refer to the dog as Fanny <laughs> after Fanny Silas and the caddy, yeah. 
refusing to dignify it with his prompt every time. Whenever he says, how's Fanny doing? I just don't reply. <laughs> but uh, the moral high ground is not stopping him every single time. Mate, I'm so persistent. It's untrue. Um, so we ended up calling the dog uh, Maggie. After, after what golfer? After the legendary commentator on the BBC, Maureen Medill. That is such <laughs> a, a clutch big, at a straw there. Because... Big, big fan of her work. Uh, have been a long-term fan of Maureen. Um, <laughs> so we sort of gave her a little bit of a nickname. We thought Maureen was a bit formal, so we went with Maggie. Fair enough. So you ignored all the actual golf ones. And what you've basically—I reckon what you've actually done there is just named her after like your lady captain. If I find out your lady captain's name's Maggie, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's because of Maureen Medill, honestly. We'll have to take your word for that one, Samuel. Um, right, let's move on from that, because I've got a question to ask you, lads. Because this was a question asked to me, and it was one of those things where I realised I had absolutely no idea. This is just someone asked me this in a lesson. Um, how many Royal Golf Courses are there? Oh, a few. I bet there's. I bet there's not that many, actually. I bet there's not loads. <laughs> I reckon there's um, I reckon there's less than 20. I'm not saying anything, because I think it's actually quite interesting. I reckon there's, I reckon there's about 16. 16 you're going with? Uh, it's a good question, actually. It's a good question. What? I suppose, firstly, like, what? Yeah, what is this? Is, is, is a royal... Is it a royal... It has to be a, mem, a member yeah, there at some point. Have a royal so, play there at some point. No, no, no. So it has to have royal in the name. Royal Birkdale, Royal Livam, or even this Royal yeah, Cromer. Yeah, how, how, how do they get that t- title? So it has to be bestowed upon them by, by British monarchy. Oh, so, so it's basically some someone... Like... What someone within the monarchy can name a golf course royal? Yeah, they they can, and typically they'd be uh, a patron or maybe an honorary member. Um, golf courses can apply for the title, but it still has to be bestowed upon them by British monarchy. Oh yeah. God, that's so old school, isn't it? That's it's golf in a nutshell. Oh, that's quite nice, though. You got to have some. Yeah, I some, think there's yeah, some yeah, tradition. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, Come on, then, Joe. So many? hold on, uh, Matt hasn't guessed yet. And are you I'm, are you going to stick with I six things? I just reeled four off. Uh, without yeah, thinking about to, it, I'm starting to think there might be a little bit more. Yeah, because I forgot that there was like Royal Melbourne and like places elsewhere. Yeah, Wellington, like Royal even Wellington. Royal Tree. Yeah, there's probably close. I'm going to go like um, 50, 40, uh, 40, no, 48. You can't, you can't say 16 and then change it to like. Yeah, well, I just <laughs> if I'd be taking so long over yours, I'd had the time. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, there's probably closer to forty. There are sixty-four in the whole wow. world. Ooh, that's the, world. the whole world. How many in the UK? I don't know. Didn't, do, many, didn't, didn't do that much research. research. How many in Suffolk? Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Stone Market. Royal Stone Market. Um, that's quite an interesting, quite an interesting little segment. I actually had a question as well. Um, Love questions. My, my friend Charlie Marks said, uh, "What was everybody saw Rory's top into the water?" Right? No, I didn't. What? I did. I did. Right. So basically, he's hit it into the rough. He's kind of run through the fairway. It's big, big lake. Basically, he got hit over. It just never looks like it's in play. 
and he's just topped it in the lake with an iron. With an iron? It was it was buried. It was in the rough to be fair. Yeah, it was buried. Right. But anyway, it just looked weird seeing a pro top it. Like yeah, yeah, 30, yeah. Well, 30, thir- 30 yards in the rough with a, you know, in the water. Especially like the, um, arguably the best ball striker on tour. Mm, uh, and he said, what is the worst shot you recall a pro hitting? Oh, that is a good question. Ian I've seen Poulter a few tops, and Ian Poulter shanking the Masters with a free iron as well, which is... Oh, yeah. He's, it's, he, he loves to pike from time to time, actually. Yeah, he, he does, him. yeah. He's the only one you really like think has it in him. It's got um, to be... If I asked my brother this question, he would 100% say Ian Baker Finch in Out of Bounds on the first at St Andrews. It's like the widest hole ever. Wow. Yeah, you have got to do well to hit Out of Bounds like, there. He's like toe snipes it Out of Bounds. Yeah, that's nerves. Um, well, about a month ago, um, there was a guy on the Asian tour who like had a complete air shot. Oh, this is the guy with a funky spring in it. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, and yeah. he was twelve under at the time, so it's not even like he was playing bad. Yeah. He just had Did he like slip shot. or slip or something? No, or what? no, no. It was on. It was on a tee box, wasn't it? It was on yeah. the tee. Yeah, it was, it was on the tee. tee. Yeah, with driver. Yeah, and and the ball did kind of get off the tee, but it was only really like the air <laughs> that pushed it off. Which yeah, it's astonishing, really. Mm. I've seen a um, I've seen seen a pro I play with having air shot as well, like on the tee. And you got a name? No, I don't even remember his name. It was years ago, and he wasn't local. Right. Maybe regional, but not not enough for me to remember his name. Oh no. Um, and I remember him literally just looking up at me and going, I've tried to hit that. Oh, was, that is so embarrassing. It was, well, he took it quite well, to be fair. Um, you know, when you think of like bad shots, like your own bad shots, you have like a, a one of your own shots that like stands out as like the worst shot you've hit or like. Um, I've got one. I've probably had too many to recall one. The worst, the worst thing about mine is mine was probably the worst shot I hit at the worst time. That's and, that's what I, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, the worst time and it was after probably one of the best shots I've ever hit. Like literally. <laughs> I was on the um the eighteenth at the Belfry and I've hit a stunning tee shot over the corner and anybody that hasn't played there it's just a you know big long dog leg hole. Mm. Uh, but you can go over the corner and I absolutely middled it off the tee. Um and I was stood there with an eight iron in my hands. And it just so happened that um it was a, a day when I was playing with um, uh, golf YouTuber Rick Shields. So as I'm stood there with an eight iron in my hand, I've got him and his camera. I've got a couple of guys from Golf shaking a camera. I've got my mate and they, his phone. Um, and I just hit the biggest shank with an eight iron straight into the water. Oh. Um, and then I dropped dropped a ball to hit again and just did exactly the same thing. Just shanked two into the water. Oh, no. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I can't think. I can't. In fact, I don't really want to. I can't think of one for me. That sounds really I've, conceited. I mean, I've obviously hit loads of bad shots, but um... Sam, I can think of one for you. Go on. First, <laughs> first round back from lockdown. First, <laughs> first tee shot was a bit iffy. Oh, that was not that bad. It's got to be. To be fair, it's by got your to be, standards, I think. I think it's just like I think of a hole. I think of that twelve I made at Celtic Manor. 
<laughs> on the first oh, hole. We're not the first again, are we? Yeah, no, no, no. The first <laughs> hole of the first Euro Pro, Euro Pro season, a bit like four balls within like exactly the same spot. <laughs> my and it was like nine off the tee. The, for some reason, this gives me the giggles every time. Nine off the tee. I was, nearly on, I was nearly on double digits before I got off the tee. <laughs> my favourite bit is when you reckon you had to look in the sleeve to see how many tee shots you'd hit to find out where you scored on that. The thing is, though, as well, you know, you know, you only get like, back then, obviously, it was five minutes. So, yeah, if, if your balls are all within like a vicinity, yeah. you only, and because all of my balls were, there's four balls within like this one, like probably, I want to say there was about 10 square metres. And my, all of my balls were in this area. So I only got five minutes to look for four balls. Oh, really? Wow, yeah, I was like, the rule. I, was like, I was like, I must have. I, I was thinking, yeah, twenty it'd be so, minutes. It'd be, I was thinking it was so much easier if I'd have, uh, if I'd have sprayed them around a bit more. I'd have had twenty minutes to look for them, but I only had five. Yeah, I suppose because if if that was the case though, and you found like the first one after sixteen minutes, you'd have to just keep ruling them out. Okay, five, <laughs> yeah, five minutes. Ball one's, first one ball one's count gone. Anymore. Ball one's gone. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, you know, that, that's led me to another question, right? Why do why do golf ball manufacturers put the same like, number in a sleeve? Yeah, I don't get it. Because like, they want you to buy dozens, probably. Yeah, no, but you can buy a dozen, but in each sleeve, put a one, two, and a three. Yeah. So instead of having like one, two, threes, and fours, three of each number, why don't they have four of ones, four twos, and four threes, and put like one, two, three in a sleeve? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Just throwing it out there, tightness, friction. Uh, I don't know. I think because I think a lot, some people just like to use like certain numbers, don't they? Mm-hmm. So they can buy numbers. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going online, you could do that anyway, right? That's you know, if you're going into your pro shop, you're not going to be able to buy like just a, you know, unless you're buying singular sleeves. I know, right? It's a big it, prima donna, isn't it, at, at club level? It almost makes too much sense. I don't know, maybe. They would Where end up. We, how do we less. get here, by the way? I don't know. Um, just about you making ever. a twelve. At, yeah, uh, mm. uh, we can take well, it back there, there if hit, you want. I must have hit like. Well, <clears throat> there you go. I hit four number ones. Yeah. I reckon. So in that scenario, if you find one, how do you know if it's your first? Your second, <laughs> did you, third, did you write one, two, three, and four <laughs> as you were like <laughs> provisional plumbing, number plumbing one down the range? I I'm not like superstitious. I'm like my balls like totally different. Like each time, I'm not like. You know what I mean? I don't keep it the same. So yeah, I've been. To be fair, if I. I don't know. I would probably would struggle to remember the order. To be fair, I would fit four balls in this shit. <laughs> so you write it down. Probably, at, at that moment in time, probably the least of your worries as well. When you just want to find one of them. Mm. Number the first one would have been ideal. Yeah, I was going to say. There's definitely. The, I know which one I'd prefer. To <laughs> my find. career, my career could be totally different if you found that first ball. <laughs> um, no, I don't think it will. Right, guys. I think we should uh, we should do some picks. For the week coming up, do we? Uh, I know it's a couple of weeks back, but do we need to? Uh, um, know, yeah, that's, the... Do you know what's a very good point? You know, um, you won, didn't you? Yeah, I did win. I can't remember who I picked. So I we'll get it out of the way. So long ago, because uh, I picked Andy Sullivan and I picked another non-runner. You did <laughs> another dud. <laughs> And I think I've got my notes here. Our guest, uh, who was A.D. Barham that week, picked Thomas Peters. Sam picked uh, Robert McIntyre, uh, who I think, did they both miss the cut? No, Peters did all right, didn't he? This was, this was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, I think ago. Peters did all right, and I think 
Robert McIntyre absolutely shat all over himself in the second round to Mr. Cut. He was like <laughs> he was like in the top ten. Yeah. This was the second event at Celtic Manor, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. it was. And uh the uh the big pole no. come through for you, didn't he? Uh no. It was his Hanbury Manor. No, hang on. No, Let's make sure we is... get this right because it was AD Barham who won. Thomas Peters finished fifteenth. Luckily, I've just logged on to oh. the. Um, I've just no. I just wrong. <laughs> this yeah, is we hilarious. have. We have no. I've just logged on, and what I do is I go onto the European Tour and I star the players, right. so I know who the picks are. So Thomas Peters finished two under, and he was a winner. So it's a point for the guests. My apologies, not myself. Um, I had wow. uh, Adrian Moronk who shattered oh. over himself. Okay, I I could have sworn. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. a point for the this. guests then. I yeah. remember this because I remember him getting poor Adrian Moronk getting dogs abuse in the Swingers Club yeah. group chat. Bless yeah. you. <laughs> I'm not going to say, we can't say what I said. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> It'll take a lot of guessing. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, anyway, so pointing to the guests. Well done, AD Barham. Well done, AD Barham. And that um... takes the scores. Matt, you stay on seven. Sammy stay on three, I stay on five, and the guests get to three as well. Yep. This time for the guess. this week, time of the guests is not a bad place to be. It's getting it's quite competitive. When does this end? By the way, could this have ended for Tour Championship if we were actually no. doing no? No, because European Tour still going. Yeah, that's calendar true. year. Calendar year. Yeah, let's do yeah, calendar well, year. European Tour. I mean, is all that matters for Matt because he doesn't even. Yeah, that's even true. Know that there's another tour out there. <laughs> All right, should we start with, let's start with Matt then. Let's start with Matt. He never goes first because he's been in the lead. So let's make this let's make this fair. Yeah, we don't so want the event, charity. So the event this week is on the European Tour. I don't know about the PJ Tour. Not even looked. Um, the event this week is the Portugal Masters at the Don Pedro Victoria Golf Course in Villamora. Um, why is this event so special to me? Oh, I hear you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've actually I've, I've been out there I've been out there and played the course um, and it's a golf course I absolutely love um, it's quite wide open there's plenty of water in it it can be I say I'm going to contradict myself it can play really really tough but it is also the home of the only uh, sub 60 round on the European Tour uh, where uh, Ollie Fisher shot um, 59 two or three years ago I think now yeah I don't think it's three I think it's only two unless time travels really fast yeah possibly um, but anyway, this week, uh, my pick is going to be uh, Lucas Buergard. Very good. Nice. All because he's got a new driver in the bag. Right. What was he going right. for? Uh, he's, he's a new Titleist. Uh, he's a Titleist man. He's got a new Titleist driver. And I just think the new driver effect is going to spur him. And that's your victory. whole reasoning. Yes. Now, nah, he won there a couple of years back as well. So, it's... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good course for him. Okay. Who wants to go next? Sam, do you want to go? I feel like I'm being quite gentlemanly here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go PGA Tour just because, I've, just because I've got a set of bollocks. Head and, over to um, Safeway Open. Heading over to the Safeway Open. I'm so and <laughs> and uh, to be fair, I'd have just literally had to double check that um, my pick was. Outside the top 50, 50, sorry, which he is 51st player in the world, going for Phil Mickelson. Um, man in form, fairly 
one of the absolutely pissed the Champions Tour event. I mean, you know, admittedly, that's not PJ Tour, but he's in pretty good form. Feels like he's been playing fairly well. It's in California, I think. Is it Matthew? I think. Uh, I don't know. Like I told you, mate, I didn't even look at the PJ. Yeah, Tour. I think he's in California. Of course, he's done all right round. There you go. Very Big good. Phil. And I like uh, him as well. <clears throat> yeah, we all like Big Phil. Yeah. Um, by the way, side note, Safeway Open, another shit trophy. <laughs> oh, is that the um, like the chicken? No, it's um, it's <laughs> the like the, the the beer barrel. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Cameron Champ won last year. Who would the have probably chicken. been a pretty good bet? I bet he's still outside the top fifty. Oh yeah, good chance. But um, that's not my. I'm going back to the European tour to uh, give Matt a run for his money and I am going with Hao Tong Lee. Good shout. Thank you. Loves an eagle. Loves an eagle and as you said, it is a golf course that you can get at potentially. Um, And Hao Tong Lee is 114th in the world. Which I just think he's just so much better than that. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't think, uh, do you know what I thought that as I scrolled down to look for Lucas Bjurgaard, you know, he's like 195th in the world. Don't overlook the fact that a lot of these guys on the European Tour haven't been playing as much. Mm. Therefore, they're dropping down the rankings kind of at, at no fault of their own. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't read too much into that. Um, I've got a guest pick. Go on in. And then I've got a question for you again. Uh, I've got a guest pick, but whilst I'm doing that, I'm just checking to make sure that the guest pick is in the field this week. Because uh, I'm pretty sure... He wouldn't be playing on the PGA Tour. Uh, so I've got a guest pick from Mel Davis, friend of the show, and he'd gone for Juice Eust Loughton, Uncle Eust. Uncle Eust. Who's, who's not in the field. Uh, uh, I'm sure he is. I thought I saw him on the list. I'm just looking down now. I've not seen him. No. Well, sure, Evan. Having... He was but... on my list. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He is. He is. Sorry. Oh, he is. Good. I've seen him. Yeah, so that's all we've got for the guest pick. Oh, I didn't think we should accuse Mel of not doing his research. He's a no. man who knows what he's talking about. Yeah, the guy's just a ball of knowledge. So um, so that's a good, strong shout from the guests. And my reserve was George Kutzi. Is that how you yeah. say his name? George Kutzia. Kutzia. Um Just in case one of you stole Hao Tong Lee. Um, is that a very common South African surname or does he come from a very strong golfing family? Because there's four of them in the top 2,000 in the world. It might it, just be like South Africa's version of Smith. Yeah, it? it might well be, but I just didn't didn't seem to me like it would be. So I didn't know whether any of you two knew the answer to that. It was a genuine question. No, no I don't know. Um, don't know. Fair enough. Well, that's maybe a... Frat had it to listeners. Frat, that's a bit of yeah. interesting research. I really, I actually, I really wanted to go with uh, Rasmus Hoygaard this week. Who you like, Rasmus Hoygaard? I don't do, you? and do you know what? He played in four out of the five events on the um, UK swing. I wanted you to he go didn't with outside the top six. No, that is impressive. Do you know yeah. who I wanted you to go with? Who? <laughs> Andrea Pavard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get my Pavan and my Pavon mixed up far too often. <laughs> far too often. Um, what's uh, I, I've got a question. Go on. And it's totally unprepared, um, but it's just come to me actually because something that Sam said earlier. Do you guys, and, and I'd like to put it to listeners as well to get in touch and let us know, but I want to know, do you guys have any like golf superstitions when you play? Yeah, I do. 
I'm, I am quite a superstitious guy. Um, so I always feel like I play better if I have something new with me. Like, it can be anything from, like, socks to a shirt. Like a, you sound like a bride. Isn't that like a yeah, thing yeah, yeah. get married? I, when I played with him, mate, you should have seen his garter that he wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Um, but also, I will try. If I've played really well, I'll also try and like repeat the stuff that that I did. Yeah. So, um, like stupid, like really stupid things, like the mug I drank out of that morning and stuff like that. Oh god. Yeah, no, it's really, really weird. I, I wouldn't even class myself as a superstitious person. I think I do it all subconsciously. It sounds sounds it sounds a little bit more OCD than what it does superstitious. So I've got a certain um I've got a certain mug, it's a Manchester United mug, which I will never drink out of if they're playing within like two days of me drinking that. I'll have to drink out of it afterwards, otherwise I ha- I genuinely believe it affects the score negatively. Brilliant. <laughs> Sam, what about you? Um no. To be honest, I saw this I can't remember, I think it was Conor McGregor, I saw this Conor McGregor thing that's like basically saying like um, he was like talking about how like superstitions are for the weak minded and stuff <laughs> um, but to be honest it does sort of make sense though I'm just thinking why would I put like my performance on the golf course today on like how many tees I've got in my yeah, pocket yeah no it's, Do you know it's, what I mean? it's stuff ridiculous. like that it's, it's like so <laughs> yeah. I just got to a point where I was like you know I did you know when I was in college I remember having like a lucky ball marker and stuff and I was like well if I lose this ball marker, does this mean that I'm going to be a shit golfer? Like, I just thought, yeah, this is getting exactly ridiculous. I was just means. thinking, this is getting like ridiculous. So I thought, I, you know, I just sort of made a point of not doing any sort of superstitions. I mean, obviously, I do like, I have a routine. Yeah. Like, I have, a, I have like a like a little a mini stretching routine. I have like a warm up routine that I'd always do. I always hit pats on like my eye line before I play, but I think that's not really a superstition. That's like a routine. Yeah. See, I don't think superstitions are something that you just decide like, oh, I'm going to do this. Like, I think you fall into them where yeah, 100%. you do something subconsciously and then you do it again subconsciously, and before you know it, it's then kind of like becomes a yeah, becomes a superstition. Definitely. How do you mean though? Like, what what do you, what is in like? Well, like, for example, like, I always bogey the first. That's my that's my super- <laughs> that's, that's your superstition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, like it's it's weird. Like you know, you know, before before a round, um, you know, like if you go and hit some practice putts, like I just have this thing where I I never use the ball that I'm going to tee off with. So I'll go into my bag and I'll get the ball that I'm going to tee off with, and I put it in my pocket, and I make sure I don't hit any practice putts with that. I'll use another ball. And I don't know why. It's just something that I started doing subconsciously. Um, and then it's become a more conscious thing that I'm doing. Um, yeah, and I can't I can't tell you why. I don't know why I do it. It just, just happens. Yeah, I get that. I get I get it. I get it. And I don't I don't um, agree with like McGregor, like some of the best sports people of all time have had like superstitions. Um Yeah, you know, true. I mean you look at like Nadal and he's yeah, like, well, exactly. some of the stuff he does, but and I don't think, like, with my ones, if suddenly they didn't happen, um, I'd be, I feel like I'd be strong enough not to worry about it too much. It's just like a little <laughs> thing. You'd be a quivering mess with the first <laughs> I'd be mm. scratching the walls. <laughs> no, it's just what it is, really. Yeah, but I'm interested to find out if uh, any I of think our be, There's got to be some weird ones out there. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, is like, don't, such don't, a good one. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't, I don't want to hear things like, oh, I only have three T's in my pocket. Like, I, I want to hear some, like, right, far out, like, you know, do you drive, you know, 
a certain way to the golf course, even though it's like three miles longer, for example. Like, I want to hear some funky superstition. Yeah, that's a great idea, guys. Get them into us um, on social media. Um, at the Swingers Club, what are your golfing superstitions? I reckon there's going to be some belters coming in. I'm really looking forward to hearing them. Yeah. And on that note, go on, Sam, you got something else? Yeah, no, and just remember when you send them in, you are mentally weak. <laughs> yeah, in, in the opinion of Sam Forgan. <laughs> and Conor McGregor. And Conor McGregor, the two hardest blokes I know. Um, anything else, lads? No, that's it for me. Nice. Yeah, that's it. That's in it that for case, me. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. So we are going to wrap it up. Guys, get your superstitions into us. Um, and don't forget, still get your uh, Room 101s and uh, quickfire questions in because we'll still do them if you've got something we want to talk about. Um, please do leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Anything else you want, do that too. And we'll see you next week.